it was kind of surreal. I was there just after the earthquake. We have all the aftershocks. And I could see all the chaos and destruction. Why I should continue to live if all this have to happen to me? Bienvenue, or welcome. I'm your host, Leslie Friday. Thank you for listening to Voices of Haiti, a Partners in Health podcast that shares the stories of our Haitian colleagues as they reflect on the January 12th, 2010 earthquake. Today, we're going to switch things up a bit and hear from two doctors working with Zamila Sante, as Partners in Health is known in Haiti. Dr. Maxi Raymondville, whom you heard in episode 10, and Dr. Christophe Millien from our last episode, retell the story of an expectant mother who came to University Hospital in Mirabalay seeking help. Her family's story wouldn't have ended the same way had the hospital not been built as a response to the 2010 earthquake. Maxi starts us off. Not long ago, he says, equipment like ultrasounds and CT scanners were not among the tools he had available as an OBGYN in Haiti. But both are now available for the new generation of doctors being trained and currently working at University Hospital, which he's led since it opened in 2013. When I was at the School of Medicine, I never see a scanner, right? So the first time you know, I brought a scanner, it was this, this new generation of physician, you know, now they had access to a CT scan. But when I was doing my School of Medicine, I never see a scanner. But we have right now, you know, six men, surgical operating room. We did a surgery for the Siamese babies. And I think... I think it's not what we are doing on a daily basis, but this is just show how when you have a standard infrastructure, when you can put in a place staffing, when you can put in a place at least the basic supplies, you can provide good quality of care, you know, and that's what we did. All of these essential pieces, the staff, stuff, space, systems, and social support, aligned just in time. In the fall of 2014, Millien, who chairs the OBGYN department at University Hospital, needed all the help he could get for a case that was undoubtedly the most difficult he'd faced in Haiti. The patient with the triplet. You know, this story shaped my life. I remember it was in September 2014, I was on call. And then I received Manushka, who come to the hospital. And then I take the history of the patient, and then after I take my ultrasound machine to do the evaluation. This is the difference between that's the ultrasound making the life of people, right? Ultrasounds are a normal part of an expectant mother's prenatal care in places like the United States, but they are much harder to come by in countries like Haiti, especially in rural clinics and hospitals. Thankfully for his patient, Millian was among few Haitian OBGYNs at the time who had had training and access to this technology. I did the ultrasound. I saw Manushka has three babies, and then two of them are connected in the abdomen, right? This is not a reality. This is not something that I have the experience with because, you know, a triplet with conjoint twins, it's not my experience as I'm sitting in a gynecologist. I, I was a nurse with her to say, okay, I saw you have a triplet with two of them are connected, but this is not my experience, and then I will look for help for you. And she was a little bit really scared. And Manushka told me, 
what 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 are you going to what will you do with that and then i thought i don't know i will just ask for help there is a good deal of humility and vulnerability in asking for help like other times in his career Millien turned to his mentors for advice. He knew this case was big, it was delicate, and he wanted to get it right. So he contacted the best minds he knew across PIH so that they could tackle the situation together. And then it was so impressive for me to see how I sent an email to Paul Farmer to... And then before, before that, I sent an, I sent all ultrasound images to my prof, ultrasound professor that I have got the training from. And then he confirmed that exactly what I'm saying. The patient Manushka has a conjoint twin, right? And now I send an email to, to Lonevio, I my boss, that I appreciate the most. I, I appreciate her a lot. And then to Maxi, Leon Ferner, and all my boss and ZL in at PIH to let them know that I have a triplet, but two of them are connected of the abdomen, how they can help me to, to manage that. And then meaning it's really important for a professional to know your, your, your limit, right? And then to look for help when it's necessary because it's life. Life is matter. It was so impressive to see how Loon, Paul, Leon, and Maxi answered me, okay, I, we will find your help. And Paul, I remember Paul told me, okay, my son, I will find your help. You know? And then it was so impressive for me because when you do something and then your boss is behind you, that makes you more comfortable, that makes you more confident in your job. And then, you know, we, we I, Paul just wrote to Henry Ford, and then Henry Ford was happy to help with this. But what, I followed the mom at the, at the hospital for about three months, and then I did the cesarean at 36 weeks, and four days for the mom after the babies were in the pediatric ward. And then we follow. And then what was <laughs> also, what is as important to mention, Maxi told me, you are responsible for this baby until they separate them. And then that gave me the lesson how working as a team is very, very useful. It was a very nice team. I was responsible for coordinating all things. And then follow the babies. And we thought we were coming every every month to see the baby at the pediatric ward. And sometimes at home when we sent them at home. Millien often visited the family who stayed near the hospital to track the infant's progress over the following months. The twin girls needed to gain a certain amount of weight before they could be separated. Meanwhile, PIH leadership recruited an international team of clinicians to join the ZL team so that, together, they could perform the high-stakes procedure at University Hospital. At six months, the baby was separated, and then it was the biggest achievement in Haiti. First conjunction separation in Haiti. And I was very proud of that because I was part of the story. I was a member who made this story happen. And if you see there's three babies now, there's three kids now, there's three babies, oh, they are so cute. And then I love them. And, you know, did they deserve to decide death? I don't think so. Did they deserve to die? Million asked. Their parents certainly didn't think so. And neither did the surgeons, doctors, and nurses 
who came together to ensure they received the best care possible. This is the most important thing that every health professional needs to know. Health is a human right. And don't feel bothered when you have to take a step forward to help people who need help. Because I feel it was useful to take care of this patient because it's making a big difference. And then that gives me more energy. That makes me more confident to stay working at Partners at PIH. Because, you know, when you do something like this, and then when you find something like this, it's not only you're going to take care of patients who have, for example, infectious disease. But when you find the complex things, complex cases, they're going to still keep working to help this patient. I've learned from this story, teamwork, leadership, innovation, communication, security plan, planning, because all this I have learned from this case. Another thing Milian learned was the courage to say yes, despite the odds. Yes, he would try. Yes, he would recruit help. Yes, they could make this happen for a Haitian family who loved their little girls intensely and just wanted them to have happy, healthy lives. When we did the surgery for the Siamese babies, the most important to see how in the middle of the rural area you still can provide basic things when you get an infrastructure in this level. So yes, that's the kind of experience you know make you sometimes really happy in this when you provide care in this in the rural area. The most important is to definitely to see how not only providing care but having a comprehensive healthcare system. It's not only providing medical care but the social component. It's really important, you know, to make it really comprehensive. It's easy, you know, to talk about money and funding, but I think the most important is to continue this movement about this advocacy to address, you know, healthcare for the most vulnerable. The triplets are now five. All are healthy. And Milian still receives photos of the three little beauties from their parents. Continue to learn and explore more stories about Zamila Sante and PIH by visiting pih.org backslash Haiti. Follow Voices of Haiti on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. And look for us at Partners in Health on Instagram or at PIH on Twitter and DM us with any comments or questions. As always, thank you for listening and talk to you again on the next episode.